The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs. Oh, we media and we mashing. It's media and we mashing today. Cowboy victory. Everybody that was with the Cowboys, if you pick the Cowboys, raise your hand right now. (laughs) <laughs> all right, all right, we got good company. It's the media mash. It's the media mash on DallasCowboys.com. And joining me today. That's as not the real question, though. I what? Cut Uh-oh. you off. What? Did you pick the Cowboys? That's one thing. Did you really think they were going to win? Oh, we're going to find out what because, you really thought. Because. These questions are designed <laughs> to find out like if you are infiltrated. Yeah, yeah we're going to find out if you are We're going to find out if you were infiltrating, faking the funk the whole time, <laughs> Mr. Nick. So, uh, yeah. Funk on the nasty dunk. Hello. <laughs> I don't even know what that's from. <laughs> but, it's, but it's good, though. It sounded good. It sounded what good. is that? I don't even know what that's from. Faking the funk on the nasty dunk. That's, come on, man. That's, what uh, is that from? I think this is from a video game, actually. I don't remember. It sounded good, man. You're, you're taking us off the rails right oh, now. Sorry. It's like so a stop. two, four, two, one thing. Freestyle, the freestyle <laughs> you, you got in the wind for us. But Kevin Gray from 105.3, the fan, yes, is sir. in the building on Tuesdays at, as usual. And uh, Nick is back on a Tuesday. He's normally not here. Back. But he's back on a Tuesday. The big wig. Nick Eatman is here. Uh, Nick, what's up, sir? You doing Patrick's work today? Is that was it? What nah, you doing? Patrick's <laughs> Patrick's doing some work too. We're like zombies, man. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I bet the schedule's kind of a little bit. Nah, it's all different. good. It's all good, man. I, I want to know from you because you have spent the night with the team, basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <That> sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. sound? But yeah. you've been you, you of all people should know. The pulse of what that victory, that first playoff victory, road victory, and th- <clears throat> hold on, in in thirty <laughs> years, uh, what was that plane ride like? What was that environment like? What was it like yeah. to get the to blow the dust off of a playoff victory like that? You know, it's funny. I've heard some loud, loud planes in the back. Yeah, and sometimes on some losses that you're kind of scratching your head like. Did they win? Like, no, they didn't. They lost in overtime or something, but it doesn't sound like it. You know, I don't know if it was just how tired everyone was or whatever, but you didn't really hear a lot from the guys. Um, they were excited, though, in the locker room. There's no doubt about it. And, and, and I think what was cool for me is I've been doing it. This is, what, 24 seasons. I remember the people that were here that were established when I first got here, some of the trainers, some of the front office guys. Jerry Jones Jr., for another one, who's who really got here like in '96, always with the family, of course, but like working here, he's never seen a playoff win yeah. on the road, and so that was cool to like see a lot of people that have been here for so long, and you kind of take for granted this is new for them because you always say, "Man, you've seen it all." Well, no, not really. hadn't seen a road playoff win, hadn't seen them go farther than this next round. So that that was that was really cool. It was, it was cool, and, and the best part is is they earned it because they just mm-hmm. kicked their ass. Yeah, they really did. No, that and, it, and you picked them to kick their ass. Absolutely. Uh, we have the pod picks. We have the whole list. 
Yeah. And it's one thing to say, oh, I think they're going to win 28, 27 or something like that. You know, yeah. you know, I picked 30 to, I picked 29 to 20 only because it had to be a two score game. Because if it was a one score game, I had no faith. Stop Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. So I, I picked that. But, you know, I didn't expect it really to be like that. You yeah. did, but I don't know. Did you? I had him 28-26. I had a close game. <laughs> so I almost picked your score. You did. Exactly. Exactly. You said 28-27. I had a 28-26. <laughs> I was six years old, heck, for the last time the Cowboys won a, six. Road, hmm. a road playoff game. I was six years old. It's a good game, right? I, was, yeah, I mean, I remember. It was a great game. It was a great game. Um, but I think for me, I think what I most enjoyed about last night was, aside from obviously Brett Maher and his struggles, it was arguably the most complete victory from this team since Minnesota, I thought. I thought Dak Prescott played at a level that playoff quarterbacks have to play at in order to win these kinds of games. And Micah Parsons was – just watching him play after play, the relentless Dickless. effort that he put together last night, I'm still marveling at what he did and how he got after the Bucks in that offensive line. He was spectacular. J. Ron Curse had a big play. But Parsons, to me, I know Prescott's going to get all the headlines. Parsons was phenomenal yeah. last night. Without a doubt, yeah. Guys, I'm gonna we're gonna do hot tub top machine back to last week, okay? <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start on Monday. We're gonna start on Monday where Mike McCarthy was was coaching for his job, mm-hmm. okay? And all the questions and everybody's that was being placed in the ether was about Dak's legacy, Mike McCarthy, uh, 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 I guess uh, a freeze job away from losing his job, and uh, the the Dallas Cowboys are completely a disaster waiting to happen fast forward now (laughs) to today without all of those questions with those questions being answered about Mike McCarthy what was your impression of him and the job that him and his staff did in this in this playoff victory incredible incredible job you're right his job I I, I don't know what to say on the line that's one guy that one decision really with Jerry but the but the seat was definitely definitely warm, and if he had another bad game in the playoffs, it was going to be really interesting. Um, but I thought I thought he did a, a great job because I love what he did with with the you know with the baby pictures and stuff like that. You know, embracing the fact that oh he hadn't won in thirty years. Most coaches would say that's not my problem. I the, I, I haven't lost 30 years in a row he embraced it though he took the team and he said hey you know this is the narrative going out there let's just wrap our arms around it so I thought it was it was really good that he did that probably loosened them up and whatever it is when they play poorly and lose games they have figured out how to not only win but play really good games I mean Minnesota was unbelievable Mm -hmm. The Bengals, when Dak was out, I mean, they figured out a way to win that game with Cooper Rush. I don't want to, I can't name them all, but but it seems like they not only win, but they play well. I think for me, what resonated was the lack of preparedness that I felt they had against Washington. It was the complete opposite last night. I thought from an offensive standpoint, a defensive standpoint, they knew exactly what they wanted to do, how they wanted to execute it, and you get the players credit for going out and executing that game plan time after time. So I thought McCarthy having his guys, Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore, I thought everyone was on the same page and knew exactly what they wanted to do and how they wanted to attack 
offensively and defensively Tampa Bay last night, and they did so. And, and genuinely, there's no in-between with this team. And I've kind of read your articles, and I always see that you say either you either you love them or you think they suck. There's, yeah, there's, there's yeah. no there's, there's no, no middle ground here yeah. about the Cowboys. Nobody thinks of them like North Carolina State, <laughs> where you're just nothing like, neutral about yeah. this there's franchise. No, there's nothing neutral about this space at all. And so for the Dallas Cowboys, it, it came down to actually showing up. And that's that's what everybody was 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 looking at. You know, how do these guys take the field? Are they lively? What's the look? Yeah. The eye of the tiger. You know, <laughs> these guys look like they're ready to I had, go. I had a guy from the public relations department who has worked here at least 15 years. He's never said this to me before. He asked me. He's one of those questions where you ask, you know, you ask someone like, "How are you doing?" Just so that you could ask them how they're doing. You yeah. know, he was like, hey, "What do you think about this game?" I'm like, "Man, I don't know. It could be whatever." He goes. They're gonna be. They're gonna win. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna be fine. I was like, "Why?" He's like, "I've seen. I see their eyes." I'm like, "Okay, all of them. Like all ninety six <laughs> eyes." Like, and he's like, I, "I trust. Trust me." I'm like, "Okay, not right. the trust." Right. Okay. And then later he goes, "See," and I was like, "Well, you weren't looking at my heart, but you were looking at the rest <laughs> of the guys." And you're right. You're right. Give it to him. You're right because he's never done that before. He must have seen something, you know, in, in that look. Um, you know, because I but I've done it before. I thought for sure when I was on the field in 2018 Rams divisional game, the way that crowd was and in there, I was like, we're we're winning this game. We're going to go to the NFC Championship game finally, and it didn't happen. Right. So sometimes you get kind of duped by that, but they were ready. I mean, they were they were ready. You know, the the Washington game going back to that, Maquamu. That's the one I keep thinking mm. of. He didn't even play. They didn't even dress him out for that game, and so you're thinking, oh. Wow, you, you you're like Jabril Cox. I mean, you're kind of on the outside right now. You're not even part of the team, so much, and not, I mean, part of the, the the plan. And then they come back to this game, and he's a huge part of the plan. Right? Yeah. He sits right in the middle of the field, use these long arms and and make plays. And he did. He made plays. I mean, they had a, a vision. So I'm not saying they threw the game against Washington, but the way that McLaurin wasn't getting traveled by Diggs, and they were letting Mullen go out there to see if he could do it. That made me kind of think that. A little suspicious. I just thought. Maybe they know, were trying something. <laughs> trying they to were just some trying to out. do some stuff. And I yeah. think when you do that and you show the, the players that you're doing that, it's only second nature to be like, all right, we try, you know. Yeah. And, and they're not, and definitely not going to get any excuses on that. There's, there's so many people talked about the commander's job uh-huh. uh, game all week mm-hmm. last week, not even considering uh, Tampa as a victory or not. The defense, I want to go back to what you were saying, Kevin. This this defense came to play. And they were the they were the one group that I think coming off of the commanders game that everybody was saying, yeah. oh, this defense isn't what you think they are. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, do you think that that resonated with those guys? Like they're saying to themselves, okay, you, watch this. Yeah. And they put in that kind of performance last night. Yeah, I think the returns of Leighton Van Der Esch and Hankins were massive for Absolutely. them last mm-hmm. night. And I think to your point, they heard all the noise about, well, this defense isn't what they were at the beginning of the year. But they knew we're going to get healthy and we're going to be able to find a way to be able to stop the run, which they did last night against Fournette. But Hankins in the middle, Van Der Esch and his play – Massive for them, and I think they set the the tone. Yeah, you're right. Up the middle for them. Yeah, yeah. And and then even on the back end, I mean, one of the one of the the few good plays that the the Bucks had was early in the game when they were driving and that little flip pass to Godwin on third down. But Brady, you know, it was like a no look. He paid for that. Yeah, little Mahomes esque type. Right, and Godwin (laughs) was like, oh, first down was the last play of the the first quarter and all that. 
And I remember looking over at Patrick, and I said, well, he got the first down, but I can promise you, Godwin's not feeling good right now. <laughs> he got smacked. smacked. Uh-huh. Donovan Wilson. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. – he, Yeah. He, he loaded like the boom. I guarantee you there's times that NFL league office is like, is that – are we going to find Wilson? <laughs> no. It's on the cusp. Just a right. hard hit. All right. right on the line yeah. there. Right on the line. I think he's been fined maybe once or twice, but for, yeah. the, but for as physical as he is mm-hmm. – Get rid of this. Making noise here. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you I'm, missed. No, you want to look at it? No, <laughs> you hit that. You, yeah, no, it? No, you used all the backboard. You should have <laughs> called glass on that, then, Jack. I'll say I, I do it a lot. I mean, this is kind of my shot here. Oh, you got uh, some practice. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've had right. some practice. Okay. And okay. I, I Put used, $5 I used, over right. over the I used to suck at it. And, and there would be times <laughs> I'd forget. And then uh-huh. Chris Beam would come in here and pick it up and all that. But I don't think he's picked it up in a while. I okay. usually make all that right. shot. But we'll yeah, that wasn't looking good. I don't know how. He usually leaves it on the table. I usually make it, Chris. No, you don't throw it away. You just leave it on the table for me to throw away myself. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's new leaf on life. It's a new year, man. It's obviously I mean, did you see me take the label off because it wasn't brand water? Oh, good for, for you. Good for you. Ah, keep you, it on brand. You don't have good to job. get that text. I know uh-huh. about it all too well. Uh, but we, we're talking about Donovan Wilson, man. Had a hell of a game. Oh. And the way that he played physically, I think that whole secondary, the way that they attacked. team, the So much of the perception about the Dallas Cowboys defense is they can't stop the run. Mm-hmm. And when you hold a team like Tampa that comes into your contest knowing that they have to run the ball and they can't run the ball. And that's all due to those pieces that you're talking about that were in there. But secondly, I, I really loved what Israel McQuamble did. Uh, we've talked about his height and him and Jerome Curse and Nation Wright and just these guys 6'5", 6'4", they point, point forwards in the league, yeah. you know, out there playing in the second loves his length. He yeah, loves his length. he loves his length. I mean, he has a prototype. He's a type of yeah. guy that he likes. But to see a, a kid come in that was originally a safety well, that moved to safety, now moved back. He's playing more of like that corner hybrid. What do you even say his role is? Because he's not a safety. No, not now. You're right. He's playing. He's playing the. They call it the Dino package, and it's uh, it's like a you know it's a dime nickel uh-huh. package there where where you know that's what I love about what Dan Quinn does. He kind of sees the player. And has a vision for it, and, and and it's not like, well, this is my defense, this is what I do. It's like, what can I do with a player like that? You know, mm-hmm. I'm not comparing him to the greatest coach of all time, but like, that's what made Belichick so great is that he could look at a guy and go, all right, it's Troy Brown, he's a, kind of our third yeah. receiver, but I might be able to use him at, you know, just just thinking outside the box. And he I just, thought that was great about what he just put him in Belichick's fear, and now we're definitely losing him now. He's <laughs> oh, yeah, oh during when it was like twenty four to nothing, and and I was like, okay, good news, this is looking good for the Cowboys, and probably uh-huh. play next week. Bad news. Dan Quinn, interview. Interview we're losing our coach. Thank you yeah. so much for this and, performance. And good luck with that number six that we just talked about too, Donovan Wilson. Oh, he going with him? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, what are you talking about? Yeah. Where you go, I go. Yeah. It's kind of like you. Where you, you do something? <laughs> better, hey, <laughs> better believe that. Hey, wait. I want from you guys one guy, not named Michael Parsons, that was your impact player of the game. Uh, any side of the ball. Defense, or, or just defense, just yeah. defense. Uh, hmm. I, I, I mean, we said, I mean, McQuam, said McQuam, yeah. yeah, and 
I'm gonna go with Hankins. Yeah, I, that, I, I that's what I'm gonna too. go with. Yeah, I like I like what Layton did. I mean, I well, Curse. I mean, Curse. That interception was was great. Ah, you, you can go it's all day. I mean, Who's you, yours? I mean, Layton Van Der Esch. Layton, yeah. okay. Layton Van Der Esch. I mean, Osa played. Osa was good well. up the middle. You yeah. know, who I didn't hear a lot of was Tank. Tank. I don't remember True. a yeah. lot. He does a lot of dirty work stuff mm-hmm. that you don't. You know, Dorrance Armstrong had some plays. Um, you know, I'm not, and I'm not really critical of Diggs. I'm not. Um, there's a couple of plays. Derek, Derek Eagleton, and I were kind of arguing a little bit up in, in the press box a little bit about certain plays like that. And there's times when I feel like, as a corner, he's trying to get the running back to go back to the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, you're you're beating him to the sideline, especially at the end of the half when timeouts stuff. You're beating him to the sideline. You've got to go back to the middle. And when they got they cut back, then yeah, you kind of slip and you don't make the play, and you're hoping the other guys do. I think he does a nice job with that. Not you know, he had a couple of plays where he didn't tackle. Like I about to say a lot of people to. may have felt he was making certain business decisions when it came to, yeah. to tackle. I thought in covers though he did fairly well. I, mean, I want him to. I'm sorry. I, I, I've never. I've never hated that idea. I want you to make business decisions. <laughs> Put your shoulders. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dion did it for years. Okay. Well, Dion's the greatest cornerback of all time. Right. I mean, you're paying him to cover, not necessarily, you know. Right. I mean, and make and make plays. And I mean. What point are you making if you make this tackle and then, you know, not everyone's Rod Woodson or whatever. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Who was a killer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he was he was great. And then he moved to safety or whatever. But, like, I I think his Trayvon's job is, is to cover the guy. And, yeah. and he, he does a good job. I, I just don't have a problem with really anybody and how they played in that game. I thought it was it was a really – Anthony Barr I thought had some nice plays. I mean, but Micah, it's, Micah set the tone. Yeah, Micah first set play the, the tone, game. man. Yeah. First play of the game with the tackle for loss and then the third play of the game – Holding call, mm-hmm. you know they actually called it. How about that? <laughs> How about that? I couldn't believe. It. I was like, they actually called a holding penalty. They actually did. Yeah, and the and the strategy, and we talked about this on the players' lounge. The strategy to not block Micah on, on that, that first, first play. Like, yeah, it's not going to work out for you. <laughs> I said that too. I was like, I think they're going to change that philosophy, but if they don't, yeah, this is going to be a good game. Yeah. for Micah Parsons. No, and and that's. And and to me, the one thing about Micah's performance was coming off of that Commanders game, he looked completely beat up. Mm-hmm. He looked like I was I was saying to myself after the Commanders game, how how healthy or how much Micah were we gonna get in the playoffs? Yeah. Because if he's dad looking now, like right? that, huh? He's dad now, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, a dad. Yeah. Congratulations. He has a, he's, right, yeah. yeah, he's a girl dad now. Trust me, join the Group, brother, yeah. we got plenty uh-huh. to worry yeah. about. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. uh, but but it's just one of those things where you watch this guy last night, where the the switch came on. The player that you saw in the Cincinnati game was present. The guy that you saw be completely disruptive in that it was it was reminiscent of the Minnesota Vikings game where yeah. you know the first, first play, play of the game. Yeah, he, he he breaks on Kirk Cousins. And it's like oh, it's gonna be like this all night. It's gonna be this kind of party. Yep. Yeah, and so look, we're gonna take our first break. Uh, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about my, my favorite subject. And uh, that's Dak Prescott. Oh. Mm. That's Dak Prescott. And uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take care of that, because I really want to know what you guys think <laughs> about this performance of Dak Prescott. Coming up with more Media Mash. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. 
Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Back here on Media Mash, Kevin Gray from 105.3, the fan mm-hmm. is in the building. Uh, Nick Eatman, beat writer. Executive and all of that is whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> know about that director. And you okay. got some news to share with us? Yeah, no, 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 my bad, my bad. It just sounded good. Sounded great. You sounded know. great. Inaccurate, but it sounded great. <laughs> director. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. I'm just pushing. I'm speaking into Let's existence. Throw some t- <laughs> he's speaking into your future, Nick. Yeah. Is what he's doing. Executive, Nick. Yo, <laughs> hold your hold your pinky finger up, Nick. <laughs> hey, look, man. Uh, another guy last week that got murdered in the media, raked across the coals. God, like we talked about him just saying, hey, man, he is leading the NFL in turnovers. He's missed five games, and all of the stats that indicate that even if he played those other five games, he probably would have had 20. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is a projection gone wild on Dak when you start talking about what he could have done mm-hmm. with those turnovers. He turns around last night, gentlemen, and has a game. Yeah. 25 of 33, 305, four interceptions. No, no, four, no, no, excuse no. me, okay. four, four, four touchdowns. Four touchdowns and get this no interceptions. Yeah. And a rushing touchdown. And a rushing touchdown. And a rushing touchdown. Looked like the best version of himself that we've seen thus far. Ever. I mean, the numbers, you go back and just look at, you know, expected points added. You know, you go through all the advanced numbers, just nuts. But, he went, what, 0 of 3, three incompletions. First drive lasted 13 seconds. 
After that, he goes 25 of 30 for 305 yards, the four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, 83% completion percentage, had a QB rating of 143. I mean, near flawless football from him. And one of my favorite plays from last night was the 22-yarder from him to Schultz. Beautiful. Held the safety perfectly. Dalton gets open and just throws a beautiful pass. Like, you just knew he was dialed in. I think at one point he had 11 straight completions, broke Troy Aikman's record for most consecutive completions. Like, he was just dialed in all night last yeah, night. I agree. I thought, I thought with everything at stake with that, okay, what the narrative is on him and now – the only reason that people were giving Tampa Bay a chance in this game was because of the quarterback matchup. You know, you go down the list of all the matchups and the intangibles and coaching and all this stuff with the check marks. It's the quarterback, and that and that and, and Brady gets it and he deserves it. And um, but but Dak outplayed him, and I thought that was the, the best game that Dak's played. I thought it was the biggest game of his career, and I think he he answered the bell. My favorite play wasn't even a throw. It was when it was 12 nothing. you're pinned back there a little bit, and then they start driving out of that. You know, Tampa's calling timeouts because they want the ball back, mm-hmm. and they don't get it, and it's third and six, and he rolls left and runs, and he gets the first down. He's diving for it, and I said this on the show on the Cowboys break the other day. Dak needs to be – Dak needs to not be a quarterback that plays football. He needs to be a football player that plays quarterback. It's, and it, that's what a football player was. Yeah. Now, you know, the bad part is that touchdown that he threw to Schultz, I guess, the second one, the one that made it 18 to nothing, he's rolling left. He waits. Schultz gets open, throws it across, touchdown. That's when he was just – he was dealing. Yeah. That's going to get picked. That, yeah. that Like that play, it's like Romo. Yes, great job, but that same mentality is going to get an interception. It's got an interception before. Yeah, that's what those interceptions were. Green Bay, because mm-hmm. he makes that throw. Sometimes he, it's a touchdown. Sometimes it's not. But it's the mentality. Do we want to take it away? Because if you take it away, you don't get a game like you got last night. You almost feel cursed by that success because you're like, hey, you're going to be confident in that, and you're going to do it at the wrong time. Brett Favre, yeah, did it absolutely. Career, you know? That was one of the things we loved about Brett Favre. Yeah. He just took chances all the time. He's yeah. a gunslinger. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, <laughs> I really think Dak and Romo have similar games. I really do. I mean, I, I think that the, the way that they play is very similar, especially the way Romo was early in his career where he was really, you know, he wasn't, I wouldn't say never athletic, but he was crafty, you know, and he could kind yeah. of make some plays here and there. And I think that they kind of play the same game a little bit. Wow. And, and and you're thinking about Dak and the way that he played. Kellen Moore had a lot to do with that yes. in his game plan that he implemented. So much about playoff football, as you know, Nick, it just comes down to tightening up your game plan. And you can't go out there with a whole bunch of hocus pocus or you're going to get beat. Mm-hmm. Obviously, turn the football over, all that will contribute. But he came in with a solid game plan. He did. And, and, he, and his left tackle gets hurt in, you know, before halftime, and they do a, another shuffle. Got to move Smith but, over, yeah. You know, the real telling play there was – Go back to San Francisco playoff game last year. One of the big the big issue was CD can't get the ball. You can't you got to scheme him open. And what happens at the end of the game after the Bucks score and now you're starting to get a little bit of life. It's twenty four to six and they get that drive and it's fourth and three. Mm-hmm. You know you can't kick field goal. I mean you can't. No you can't. Nope, kick you can't kick you know you can't kick field goal right. Yeah, you're not kicking it. And he schemes up a play to get a guy that's got 107 catches in the regular season and a second-team All-Pro 
wide the F open. <laughs> Easiest touchdown all season I mean, for seriously, him. it was to the point where I was like, oh, my God, you going to drop this? Because it's I mean, <laughs> Oh, no. No, no. He's going to drop that it's, one. It's staying there too long. Yeah, it's like, fair catch. Yeah. And like, I mean, he caught it. And, and I mean, but, but he didn't scheme Noah Brown open or Turpin. He schemed CD. And, yeah. I, you know, maybe that's a bust in the coverage or whatever. But Tampa's defense doesn't really bust like that. So, I thought, I thought you're right. Great credit to Kellen and how he called the game. Yeah. And, and Kevin, when you look at the way – well, just the participation last night by C.D. Lamb, did you think it was one of those games where it was enough touches for him or not enough? Or did you say, or just that's, that was just the flow of the game? I think it was just the flow of the game. I think Dak Prescott, Kellen Moore, allowed the game to come to them. They took what the defense gave them. And if it meant C.D. Lamb was having the opportunity to get schemed open, then that happened. If it was an opportunity for, you know, for Ferguson to get open, whomever was open based on what he was seeing, he made it happen. I thought the way that they went about the game plan yeah. was saying, we're going to take what the defense gives us, and we'll take advantage of it. Let's not forget, a CD dropped the first two passes of the yeah. game. Yeah. You know, so they did kind of scheme it there. But but going back, you know, I said Ferguson on that, that was a big play, too. That that whole Huge. drive had some had some great plays in it. But the what I loved about it was, is I mean, CD is physical, down-the-field blocking. You know, it's a it's a totally different play when you get tackled at the 18 yard line versus getting tackled at the six. Right, and that and that's what's a really nice jarring block by CD. You don't look at him and think, oh Hercules, you know, like he's not gonna be blocking <laughs> down the field. Right, but but he he had you know he had a, a nice block there that changed everything, and they were able to score, make it 12 to nothing. Yeah, the moment for me in the game because I was really paranoid about the way that Todd Bowles was going to approach this game plan because you know he can make any quarterback life a living hell. Uh, he stacked the box, and I was initially uh, taken aback by what Troy Eggman was saying. You know, Dak looks nervous. That was a lot of what Troy was saying. He looks like he has a jitters. A little tight early A little on. tight early. Mm -hmm. But then you started to see him make those easy throws. Kellen was designing things to get him in rhythm. But it was late in the game. I think it was about third quarter, beginning of the third quarter. He makes a pass to Dalton Schultz. And it was money. It was one of those throws that we look at a Josh Allen, we look at the Burroughs, we look at all these other guys, and we go, oh, he makes that throw in his sleep, and that's what makes him what he is. Dak has that signature throw. What did you think about that? Do you remember the, the touchdown? Yeah. Or was it, it was just a throw. It was, was just on, on the, the sideline. Uh, over the left sideline, Dalton Schultz kind of bobbled it a little bit. But oh, he, dropped. But he, he caught it twice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, right in front of the Bucks bench. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 It that, was a gorgeous throw. I mean, yeah. that is another play that you look at and you say, oh, Dak's on tonight. Mm -hmm. Like anything he decided to dial up, his guys were going to catch it. Dalton Schultz made a heck of a grab there, but it was just a perfect just dropped in the bucket on the sideline. In your mind, uh, Nick, because you covered Dak and you've mm -hmm. covered a lot of this roller coaster up and down, is this who he is? What we saw last night, or are you still saying, all right, yeah, he came out, he represented pretty good, but we're waiting on this. No. It, no, no, this is this is who he is, and it's kind of what I said before. This is this is the style that that he plays. This kind of free freestyle football backyard backyard football, if you will. But sometimes it's not not going to work out for you. You know, these passes. You know, he's been unlucky in some of the interceptions, not all, and some of them have been just been unlucky. And then sometimes though he's not. Sometimes it's. Gallup's catching it, putting it right in there. They're not d knocking the ball in the air. So, I think I think we saw his potential. 
but some so there's going to be times when you play that way. You, you I mean, you you keep putting your hand over the stove. You probably get it's going to happen. But that's how you have the hot hand. <laughs> ah, <laughs> there you go, that. man. Yo, I've never said that. Bars, I've huh? never said Look that in my life. With Nick Eatman over there, I see you there. Unbelievable, you man. You, you just got to be careful with this guy. I got your beat right now. All you got to do is tell me to hit it. I'll hit it for you. Yeah, no one has ever accused me of rapping before so we're not going to do it right now no. either and so what we're going to do is we're going to take our final break on the media mash and be right back with uh i guess some some remedies for one brett maher coming up after this <laughs> the season is finally here for months we've been gearing up to win now it's time for the team that performs on any field united ag and turf with John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. This sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. To Media Mash. Back at the SWBC Morgan Studios at the Dallas Cowboys headquarters here in Frisco, Texas. Heckma Harrison alongside Kevin Gray and Nick Eat, man. You see how pretty that is. <laughs> so how did he not go out of bounds? That's so how did pretty. Gallup not go we're out just, of bounds? So we're that? just sitting here just uh, – <laughs> Spellbound and mesmerized by Michael Gallup's touch. Tiptoe in the chalk. 
He tiptoed that, that thing last night. But that play boy. is what I was talking about. Is the yeah. the ball went right through the cornerbacks. It did. Went Davis's hands. Yeah, it did. So yeah. living a little dangerous. We're yeah. still living a little dangerous, though. Hey, well, if anybody deserves for it not to be picked, it's it him. Would be Dak. It's he Dak. Had, yeah. Yeah. Man, finally the the light shines on bright bright on Dak, and he has one heck of a performance last night in Tampa. But I tell you, who did not have a heck of a performance? Yeah. And that's my man. Brett Maher, I've been talking about him now for a couple hours, and uh, everybody has a different approach for how to deal with this. And for me, I can't – It's I have these things about football, all right? If you're a running back that fumbles, I don't trust you. I don't like you. I don't care how good you are. <laughs> I just don't, you know? If you're a quarterback that has a bunch of turnovers, throw the ball away, it just it, – it sours me. Yeah, I don't care how good you are. It just happens. You know how much I love Dak, so just imagine the conflict I'm having internally about mm. this. If you are a field goal kicker and you're not making field goals, it's hard for me to ride with you, dog, because I don't want to feel bubble guts about a PAT. Yeah. like yeah. Th- That stuff to me is routine. I've heard Anwar Garcia talk about this, like special teams. I don't want to think about special teams. I don't want to think about my <laughs> kicker. I don't want to think about him. I want this dude to be – Bread my heart. Just go out there, do nice your business. Nice and easy. Yeah. Yeah, nice and easy. Do you uh-huh. think I want to go get a beer on the PAT? <laughs> I don't want to be sitting there pins and needles having a ritual because I can't leave until you actually make this thing. He got people in my house. We're holding our hands up. Like, oh, come on, we got to hold our hands right. up. Off. <laughs> Help him out a little bit. Did you have, I mean, did you happen to see Overton after they made that last one? I mean, it was like a, the game-winning field yeah. goal. I mean, yeah. he was so excited. I didn't see it actually, but I hear Buccaneer fans were cheering. Yeah, it was a big loud cheer. Yeah, it was like you can hear it th- come <sighs> to the television. Poor for guy, sure. finally, you know. But I, I'm I'm about body of work, and if you were an average kicker all year, if you were just up and down, up and down, and then you have a game like that, that's probably the the last straw. But he wasn't. You know, he he was really good all year. He made enough good ones, as Jerry said. He made enough good ones. He's made enough good ones. So, you don't sound confident at all in what you're saying right now. Oh, I'm never. I'm not confident. (laughs) Don't get it twisted. You're you're exactly right. No, that's what makes this thing weird. But I honestly, I know. I remember him in 2019. I've been kind of waiting for this all season. Oh, you've yeah. been waiting for the other shit to drop. You I mean, jaded. Oh. You've been hurt before. Oh, a little man. bit. So I kind of was waiting for this to happen. It happens with all kickers, you know? I mean, they're all like that. But um, so I, I just look at it like I, I'm not making any moves. And I don't know if adding a kicker to the practice squad actually hurts you or helps you. Yeah, you cover yourself a little bit. But if kicking is so psychological – why? Why are why we getting in another head? dude? Why are yeah. we getting in our head and having him look over his shoulder? All that, you know. Remember what Bill Cowher said to to Greg Lloyd in that NFL Films video that they show all the time. He would just go up to him and he was just like, "Rush the quarterback, yes, okay? make the kick." That's it. <laughs> it's just as simple as that. Just make the kick, Kevin. Look, I'm sorry. Around Saturday night. Yeah, you're gonna get a thought in your head about how tough this competition is gonna be, and it's mm-hmm. gonna come down to what you know about the NFL. The margin for victory is very small. Yeah, and it's gonna come down to something as simple as a made a field point, goal. A point after, it's, yeah. it's gonna be that simple. Uh, that's gonna be the difference between success and failure. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Uh, one to ten. Ten being the most confident. One being I'm scared. 
I'm about a 4.5. Oh, you shake it. <laughs> yeah, you scared. Well, here's the thing. Like, I, I'm going to chalk it up as to a, a bad night at the office at the worst possible time. And maybe for the rest of the team, like they had against Washington, maybe he just needed to get this out of his system. And then as they get ready to go to Santa Clara for Sunday, he'll be right where he needs to be. Because, I mean – I had some of the same thoughts you did. I was like, oh, man, this is circa 2019 all over again. There was a reason why it felt like I was ready to run him out of town. But for the most part this year, he's been good. So I'm going to lean on what I've seen from him this year and hope that by the time they get to San Francisco Kevin. that he's going to be back to where Kevin. he needs to be. And I, I disagree with Cause you. Because I, no, I got no choice at this point. Like, yeah. This is what we're rolling with. This yeah. Is, yeah. I, I disagree with the point about at the worst possible time. Because I think it's at the best possible time when they didn't need you. To make those kicks. Well, I just don't want to happen in the playoffs. Like well, I, I get that, it. Yeah, I get the, it. But yeah. I mean, and yeah. they won't all be like that. Yeah. And so if he's going to turn it around, that's fine. But if you're going to miss four, do it when you, your defense is shutting out Tom Brady. And because if if they had been scoring a little bit there after it's eighteen nothing now, eighteen yeah. seven, eighteen to ten, then you score. Now you think, okay, we have a game. We're mm-hmm. going to have to go for two here. Exactly. But the fact that they're not scoring, and he's looking at it like. I just got to make a kick. Like when it was 20, when it was 18 to nothing, and we just saw that play to Gallup, it was third and goal from the two. I'm thinking, I'm running it up the middle. And if I don't make it, I'm kicking a field goal right down here, a 19 yard field goal. You, you, you can. You have to really try to miss a 19-yarder. <laughs> you know, the ball has no room to go up, up, you know, but in. And I think that would have helped him so much. I was actually fine with 21 to nothing if he could make a field goal right down the middle. Uh, or just make a field goal. But they scored, you know. Yeah. Have to go and Gallup has to score a touchdown. So, <laughs> no, which is fine. And of course, they didn't even miss the extra points. So and maybe, you know. It's just something about this, man. Like you say, getting it out of your system. Getting it out of your system is, you know, eating bad Taco Bell, right? <laughs> getting it out of your system, I mean, like for him, is like, oh, you're sitting in this. Like you're in front of a na- national audience, millions watching all yeah. over the world, and you are wetting the bed. And it got to about the third one when the fourth one missed. I yeah. was like, "Oh, this he just he just he just melted." Like it was getting better though. He started hitting the post. He <laughs> was getting a little closer. <laughs> it it was. And the fifth one right down I, the pipe. And so as a, as a I'm with I'm with Kevin. What, what are you gonna do? I mean, you, know? you, you got you have to roll with. I think what was very telling was how, you know, Dak had the phenomenal game. Right? He, I think it was after the, was it the second one that yeah. he missed. Dak's like, we need to go for two. It's yeah. just like he had the collective thought. I think of everyone watching. He's like, okay, it's not his night tonight. We just got to keep going, go for two, and see what happens. Man, you guys are irate about cornerbacks that are getting burnt. You know, get another guy here. Let's see Xavier yeah. Rose. Let's get another guy. Let's do something. Now it comes down to the kicker that you just saw completely go like straight up. <laughs> now. We don't want it to get in his head. We don't want him to. It's a mental game. It is. I mean, because you're gonna need him. You're going to need him. I need him to make a. I need him to make PATs. Yeah, but you're talking about corners. None of those guys have P to drop. Like no, those guys, other than Rhodes. Right. But those other guys, you, you've never seen it. At least with Maher, you've seen it. You've seen it happen this year, and so. I, I know this sounds this sounds crazy because twenty percent twenty. Percent percentage for your extra point is not good. Yeah, no. it's not good. No. It's not good. No. If he doesn't make that last kick, I think he got different issues. Mm-hmm. But he made it. He made it. He made it. He went right down the middle. He made it. He showed mentally, okay, I can make this. 
Now, he's going to have to do it again. You yeah. Know? But he was missing in pregame. I'm telling you, man, it was not. Oh, it wasn't looking good in pregame no, either? No, it wasn't looking good in pregame. Mm, okay. So, I don't know. I wonder if he's – I want to see his stat. I, I don't worry about the, the team on the grass, but I wonder if his stats on grass. I don't know that. I know he missed a 59-yarder in Philly. Uh, that's grass. I don't yeah. Know. But right. I don't know all the misses. Sure, sure, sure. But – Ironically, these mm. are starting to look like a recurring theme. Yeah. You on grass, you're missing. Yeah, you know he hadn't he hadn't made a kick at all in 2023, like until that. I love that he missed one at Washington. I love it. My mind just was like, "What?" I was like, "Wait, what?" And the yeah, three, two, one, happy New Year! There you go, there you go. I got you. What's your resolution? Well, I'm not going to make a field goal or an extra point for about three weeks. Like what? I'm going to go to Washington. I'm going to miss my only kick there. Then I'm going to miss the first four. And then I might, I might, I might make one at the end here. I bet he is at a high school right now kicking field goals. Maybe. I hope for, I hope for him he's relaxed. I hope he's taking his mind off a little here. Let me say one more thing. We're, we're talking about – let me say this about Maher. 1,000% respect for what he did in the locker room after the game. I, 100%. I mean, 1,000% is what I said. I'm not going to go backwards. He, um, he stood there. He waited, you know. There's a couple guys want to talk to him, and here comes here comes the reporters. He's like, "Let's don't repeat ourselves here. Let's 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 sit." You know, everybody ready? Okay. And then he answers the questions. He's not happy at all about what's going on. You know, he answers it right. Another guy asked the question. He was like, "So what were you thinking after the first miss, and then what were you thinking after the second one?" And he goes, "You just gonna stop there, or you want me to you want to go through all of the misses?" You know, thank you for just stopping it too. You know. Yeah. And then so he talks for three or four minutes. That's great. And then NFL Network shows up and another report. Did I already say this on the air? On mm-hmm. here? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I when you do a couple shows a day, you No, forget. you haven't. Yeah, yeah. No. And so he he kinda you know, and then they're like, Oh, we didn't get it, you know, and he's like the our PR staff would have been like, Tough. I'm sorry, you should have been here. You yeah. Know? But he was like, No, nah, it's fine. Go ahead, you know. And so the question's like, So what happened on the kick? He's gotta go through it again. And, you know, not not every player talked to you know, after the game and all that. He stands there, faces the music. That's what a professional does. So I, I respect him for that. And, and if you're out there and you're, and you're thinking that's his job, he's supposed to do that, cool. A lot of them don't. Yeah. Standing, a lot of them don't. Standing in the line of fire. Yeah. Guys, this is going to be a good week, man. We got so much ball to talk on all these podcasts on DallasCowboys.com. So Let, glad I get to talk more ball. Yeah. <laughs> talk, talking ball. and this, Allen ball? Hmm? Allen Ball? No. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, ball. just Ball. Period. <laughs> Josh Ball. No. Wait, not Ball. What not you, Josh Ball. Money Ball? Not Money Ball either. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. You got Foot another ball, ball out there? Playoff. Money Ball. Pretty good movie. Money Ball. That is a good movie. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Really good movie. But you know what? Dodgeball. Okay, okay. All right. Now. He's Nick Eatman. <laughs> That's Kevin Gray. I'm Heckman Harrison. This has been the Media Mash. Thank you for joining us here on DallasCowboys.com. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!